Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. We, um, on, on a Good Friday, Friday night, we all got together in here and we had a visitation for Jesus. And it was sad. We, we mourned his death and realized what the cost was. But this morning is when his prophecy came about. And you know, why, why weren't they camped out at the tomb with their lawn chairs? Now, we have lawn chairs, so I love this, right? You guys are all camped out here ready to see him. Well, I'm not him. But I think he's going to show up in each and every person's heart. But really, why didn't they have their lawn chairs sitting at the tomb waiting? Maybe they didn't quite believe him. Do you? Daisy, you got to move. <laughs> we built the building on our backyard, so. We, um, we've gathered here, and we know what the outcome was. But they did not. So let's talk about the, the apostles and the other followers that were with him. So he gave them prophecy that he would rise on the third day. They really weren't there, but they had evidence. And of course, the, the word would have spread like crazy, right? I want you to think about this. Now, you people that are on uh, social media and stuff are going to understand this, right? You all know what a fact checker is? Fact. That was, maybe it didn't sound right. A fact checker. I'm going to let all you guys be a fact checker this morning. He's alive. You've heard. You've, you've heard from people that have witnessed seeing him. He appeared to them. He appeared to the apostles. What do you have for evidence? You, you get to be the fact checker. This is going to be headlines. Jesus walks out of the tomb. He's alive. How do you believe? What do you use? What, what, are, some, what are some things that you would use for a fact checker? Have you witnessed... Um, Prayer? Um, let's see, I actually made a little list. Prayer. Have you seen his plans in action? Have you seen his protection that he has over people? Have you seen any healing? Have you seen any repentance? Have you seen lives being changed? Have you seen a divine appointment? These are all things. These are all evidence of the Holy Spirit that's been left to us from Jesus Christ who was resurrected. And if he, he, I think it says that he appeared before more than 500 people. So let's say you didn't see him and you get to be the fact checker. What are you going to use for evidence? What are you, what are you going to put in your little squib? You know, there's a button that says, see why. Now, some of you must know what I'm talking about. There's a button that says, see why this is being fact checked. And they have these evidence things. What is your evidence that Jesus is alive? Think about it. What is, what's happened in your life? What have you seen? What have you heard? What have you seen in others? What kind of protection have you gotten? What kind of blessings have you gotten? Do you all have some sort of evidence that Jesus is alive and well? He's now, of course, ascended to the Father and left his Holy Spirit. Let's do a fact check on the Holy Spirit. You got any evidence? What would you do? What would you write? What would you say? about your little blurb. The fact checker has said this. Each one of you should have one. 
So he actually tells us what he's going to do. He, he had this prophecy. Are you going to start with that? Are you going to start with Scripture? I hope so. John 2, 18 through 19. What sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and I will rise it again in three days. You see, they wanted facts. They wanted to be a fact checker. What, what evidence did he show them? What did he do to them? 2 Thessalonians uh, 2.14, 2 Thessalonians 2.14. He called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. You get to share in this. What have you seen? What are your facts? What's your witness to somebody? Now I use that word. A lot of people think that means you go out and preach on the street corner. Witnessing, it just means you're being a witness to something that you've seen or heard. You're a fact checker. What are you going to write? What are you going to tell somebody? I'm not sure he's alive. You know, I didn't see him. And you get to be the fact checker. What are you going to write? What are you going to do? You are blessed for the hope. I'm sorry. You are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Any proof of that? Any evidence of that? Would you write in your fact checking that the glory of the Lord rests on me? We share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. Would that be in your fact checking? Is that what you would tell people? You know what happens is we want all these things from God, but yet we won't do them for him. You know how I always talk about a one way relationship, right? You want protection, but do you protect him? You're now a fact checker for God. You're going to stand up for him? You got evidence? Are you going to say, no, I'm not quite sure? We've gathered here today to celebrate him walking out of a tomb, the resurrected Christ, the King of the Jews, the Messiah, is no longer in the grave. What evidence do you have? You want all these things from him. You want the blessing, but do you bless him? Oh, we all want the blessing. But do you actually bless God? You want him to keep your best interest at heart. Do you keep his best interest at heart? You're a fact checker. Everybody you talk to, everybody that sees what you do, knows where you go, knows how you talk, how you act. You are a fact checker whether something's coming out of your mouth or not. Oh, everybody gets mad at the fact checker. If you don't know what that is, look me up. I'll show you. And there'll be something that's posted, and a fact checker has said, I have more information about this, and whether it's false or true, whether it can be backed up or not, whether there's any evidence of such a thing, these are fact checkers. What would you use? What would you have? You're supposed to share in his glory. Do you? Is there any evidence of it at all? Is there any evidence that you believe Jesus walked out of that tomb and is alive? You've come here to celebrate that. So it should be reflected in your life. 
in your speech, your actions, there should be some sort of evidence. So let's do another fact check. Um, I'm a Christian. You guys can fact check me. Go ahead. True or false? Why? What have you seen? What have you heard? Okay, now, one of you... Ah, I better not do that. Chuck, I'll pick on you. You're a Christian. I'm going to fact check you. I have seen your face. I have heard it in your speech. I've seen it in your actions. No doubt about it, you are a Christian. How about the rest of you? What if the person sitting next to you was the fact checker? And you said, I'm a Christian and I'm going to church this morning. What would they say? What would their little fact checking thing come up? Well, I've seen a little bit, but not quite sure. Uh, he claims he's been protected or she has been protected by God, but they don't protect God. They claim they've been blessed by God, but they don't bless God. So it appears to me that they're just getting from him what they want, but don't really show any evidence of it. They just tell me all what he's done for them. But I haven't seen them do anything for him. Thank you for coming to church this morning. You are actually showing him that you believe. This is something that your neighbor, who's looking at you, that's going to be the fact checker, could write, I saw them on Easter morning, and they were worshiping God. Would that be a fact check? Well, then I saw them Monday morning. Right? Here comes the hammering part. If somebody said to you, show me the evidence you're a Christian, what would you do? Has anybody seen a life change in you that could say, you know what? I know they're a Christian. Not only did they go to church on Easter, but I have seen their lives changed. I have seen their speech change. I have seen their attitude change. I have seen the way that they treat people change. I believe that they believe. I think they believe. And you know what? I have evidence. I've seen the change. I've seen the repentance. Would that be on yours? Would somebody fact check you like that? And of course, they can go and they can look on all your social media and see what you've done. Right? I tell you all the time, I'm losing friends like crazy because I don't want the pastor to see what's on their social media. I'm not like that. I've, I don't care. Well, if you got fact checked, what would it say? Is there any evidence that you came here this morning believing that God had been resurrected? That he is alive and well and has ascended to the Father and sits at his right hand and is preparing a place for you. And he left you the Holy Spirit to guide you, to show you, to convict you that he's exactly who he said he was. Somebody should be able to fact check you without digging very deep. This is the repentance we have a king, and he has a kingdom. Matthew twenty-eight eighteen, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. All authority. He's the king, and he has a kingdom. I want to talk to you about this kingdom for a minute, and I'm going to ask you whether you're part of it or not, because this should be on your fact check 
information. A kingdom has four elements. Territory, subjects, or people. Laws, and a ruler. An enforcer of those laws. That makes up a kingdom. The kingdom of God is the territory that the kingdom of God will rule over, including everything on earth, above earth, below earth, and to the depths of hell. That's the territory. The subjects are all mankind. That includes you. The laws of the kingdom are those that we find within the Bible and Scripture. And the ruler will be Jesus Christ, who has authority over all things. All creation was made for him and through him. Everything was made for him, and he will be the enforcer. He is the king. Do you understand what a kingdom is? He raised from the dead to rule over his kingdom. The death showed that he was fully man. The resurrection showed he was fully Christ, fully God. And that he does rule over death and sin and the grave. He is our ruler. And we share in his glory. Is he your king? Is there any evidence of that? Is there any evidence that you allow him to have complete authority over your life? Would that be in your fact-checking information? Would your neighbor write in the fact-checking section? God is their king. Jesus is their ruler. He lets them have full authority over him. They don't want their will to be done. They want their king's will to be done. Would that be in your information? Just because you show up on Easter Sunday doesn't mean you're a Christian. Being a Christian isn't just in here. This is just an assembly where we gather. And everybody wants to go to Chris, or, you know, Christmas and Easter. They want to get the big ones in. We'll go to church. And, of course, standing in your garage doesn't make you a car. So sitting in church doesn't make you a Christian. And if you want to be part of this kingdom... You have to allow him to be the king. This, this king of ours, is, is, it's so much more than alive. I mean, just even for me to stand up here and say, he's alive. That doesn't, that doesn't uh, describe it at all. Because Lazarus was raised from the dead. There were a few in the Old Testament. I think Elijah, uh, Lou, do you know these things? It was Elijah and Elijah, maybe it was, that, that raised a couple people. They were alive. They were resurrected. But it's not the same. They didn't have power over darkness. They weren't able to defeat enemies. They weren't able to defeat the grave. He's so much more than alive. Others were resurrected. But he has complete authority. He even left us the Holy Spirit. Nobody else could do that. Nobody else could walk through closed doors when the apostles were hiding out after his death. He's so much more than alive. And he's so much more than a king. Everybody was afraid to come before the king. If you got called before the king, this was bad. You were either going to get punished or tortured or 
maybe even executed. If the king called for you, you were in trouble. If you wanted to talk to the king, boy, you had to make an appointment and you better be somebody. You better have some sort of evidence that you can you were even worthy to talk to the king. But yet our king wants you to come to him, wants to listen to every word that you have. He's so much more than just alive. Walked out of the tomb by himself, walked through locked doors. He left us the Holy Spirit and he even ascended to heaven in their very sight. Does anybody know that you know that? Would that be in your fact-checking? They know these things about their king because they love their king so much. They want to be in his presence. They want to listen to him and learn from him. He's a healer. He's a calmer. He's the king of kings, the prince of peace. In fact, I can't really describe him the way this video can. I want you to take a minute and listen to this. This is our king. Says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love.
You want to fact check that guy? Pretty good evidence right there. A couple minutes. I wouldn't fact check him. <laughs> he sounds very confident. He's, he knows who his king is. Do you? You're part of the kingdom? It doesn't start when you die. It starts when you accept him. It starts when you understand what he did for you. That's my king. You don't have to be afraid of him. He'll listen to you. He's got your best interest at heart. He wants to bless you. And he raised from the dead to show you that eternal life is possible through him. I ask you again. Are you part of the kingdom? What a great time to reflect on where your heart is at on Easter morning. He walked out of a grave. He was dead. Now he's not. They saw him die. He was whipped terrible. He was dead. And now he's not. So, if you went to a funeral this week and the people walked in here right now, <laughs> what would you do? Would you start fact-checking him? Well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm not sure this is possible. This is what they did to him. Are you doing that to him? Have you seen the evidence? Have you heard the evidence? So, let's do this one more time. While the worship team gets ready, I'm going to tell you, he's alive. Oh, come on. All right, let's, let's do this a different way, okay? Um, I heard that that, that church out there that um, has church in a pole barn, you know, really worships Christ. And, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll bet out there this morning they're hooting and hollering, and I'll bet the pastor's saying he's alive. And I'll bet they're just screaming from the top of their lungs. You know, that's a fact check we should let, let them do, right? He's alive. That's the kingdom we live in. That's being part of the kingdom. I don't know what more I can say. I'm trying to reach as many people as possible. But I do want you to understand this. He's so much more than alive. And he, he, he resurrects you. The minute you accept him. Because you're dead. You're dead to your sins. And when you accept Christ, he resurrects you as well. The resurrected king resurrects you. And he does a lot more than that. He can resurrect the goodness in you. He can resurrect your marriage. He can resurrect your family. He can re re resurrect your friendships. He can resurrect the peace in you, the love, the joy, the patience, the self-control, the goodness, the kindness, the faithfulness, and gentleness, because he leaves the Holy Spirit with you. He resurrects these things in us. Maybe we weren't good once. Now you can be. Maybe we weren't patient once. Now we can be. We have all this with us. Maybe your love or being loved wasn't where it should be. It can be. It can be resurrected in you. It's not just about eternal life. It's about the blessings in the future and being part of the kingdom. And it starts as soon as you accept Christ. I would hope 
that anybody viewing online or driving past or walking past would be able to say, now that church worships Jesus. All right? That's the evidence that's coming out of you. And you do it not, not, you need to do it not just in here, but out there in your households. So if somebody drove past your house, would they say, there's a person who loves Jesus? Why? What would they have done with the fact-checking information they have? It's pretty evident here, I hope. If it isn't, I just want God to take my will away. I'm not a big fan of free will anymore. I thought it was cool at one time. Now I just want his will to be done. And we're just a bunch of... Oh, I better not say that. <laughs> Learning as I go, you see. I've gotten so much trouble, I have to... I probably best to just keep my mouth shut. Thank you all for being part of this. And you know what? If you want somebody to actually fact check you, maybe you should try inviting them to church or bringing them to church or talking about church and your king and being part of the kingdom. The kingdom that you live in is awesome. And it can start right here, right now on Easter Sunday. Let's do it together. Pray with me. Father God, thank you so much. God, I am undeserving of what Jesus did on the cross for me. God, I just want everybody within the sound of my voice to admit that they're sinners. They haven't done everything right, but that they believe that Jesus is exactly who he said he was. And from this day forward, they will do the best that they can to commit their lives into the kingdom and him as the total authority of their life. Father God, thank you for waiting for me. Please. As much as I want everybody to be ready, we need a little more time because we got a few people we need to reach. Father, will you help us, show us how, and let them fact check us and say, this is the true deal. They are a child of God. It's in Jesus' beautiful, awesome name we pray. Amen.